You're listening to episode 34 of Brave and Bossa podcast. On this week's episode, I'm talking all about the ABCs of managing a team. So if you have a team in your business or you're thinking about hiring somebody soon or in 2020, then this one is a must listen because I'm going to be sharing all the tips and tricks to managing people. All right, let's dig in. Welcome to Brave and Boss, a podcast for the purpose-driven founder who wants to grow their e-commerce business. I'm your host, Christy Sumer. I'm the CEO and founder of the Ethical Fashion Line Encircled, a conscious business coach and passionate about helping you break through your limits and build a brand that matters. Let's do this. Hello and welcome back. This is episode 34 of Brave and Boss, the podcast. I'm your host, Christy Sumer, the founder and CEO of the ethical fashion brand Encircled and the host of this fabulous podcast that you're listening to right now. First off, I just want to say thank you for listening to this episode. I know this is an incredibly busy time of year for retail and entrepreneurship. So if you're listening to this in December, in the height of the holiday season, I feel you. This is a crazy time of year. And when I talk about that with other people who own different types of businesses that are maybe, you know, winding down for the season and having their holiday parties, uh, they just don't get it. So from one retailer to another, I totally feel you. Um, Take time for yourself and make sure to practice some epic self-care when you can this holiday season because it is a doozy. So you're almost there. It's almost over. A couple more episodes are left in 2019, and this one today I think is a great one for holiday season, or if you're thinking forward to 2020, it's all about the ABCs of managing a team, is what I've called it. But essentially, I get a lot of questions on how to hire and you know, those types of questions, who to hire and when to hire. And I've covered that off in a lot of different episodes, which I can link to in the resources section on braveandboss.com. However, I want to talk more today about managing the team. So what happens when you actually hire an employee and how do you actually manage that person? Because if you're hiring somebody into your brand, who's going to work for you full time, and this is not a contractor or freelancer or agency then you're going to need to manage them. They are a person who's working for you. They're a team member. You need to treat them like such. You can't just expect them to know what to work on, how to work, uh, what your culture is at your company and all that kind of stuff. So today's going to be pretty high level because I think I could probably spend like three hours talking about managing people, but I want to start up front with like day one. Um, so one thing is when you're bringing on a new employee is onboarding them. And it sounds super basic, but just think about it when you've had other jobs and um, you come into a new company and you feel like super lost. So the goal is with onboarding is to get somebody up and running on all of your systems, processes, policies, tools, and all that good stuff as soon as possible. If you don't have any of those systems, processes, policies, and tools, this is a great time to take out a pen and notepad and start to write some of this stuff down because I'm going to hit you guys with a lot of information. So you might want to pause the episode at some point or take a few notes um, or come back to this later. So I'm going to talk about how we onboard at My Brand Encircled, where we have currently, as of recording time, 15 employees. So from the beginning, onboarding was really important to me because... 
I knew that like once you bring somebody on, I wanted them to be as efficient as possible. So the way you can do that is by setting them up for success. So we onboard through using a tool called Asana, which is a project management tool. And basically we created an onboarding template in there. And it's all the tasks that we want somebody to complete in the first 90 days of being hired with Encircled. So they can range from mundane things like, do they have a key to the office? Do they have the alarm code? Um, do they have access to all of the systems and software that we use, all the passwords? Do they have an email address? Do they know where the bathroom is? Have we given them the full office tour? Do they, um, do they need benefits? Uh, you know, are they aware that we have an employee handbook? Or, um, do they know all the team members? Have they set up time with everybody on the team to say hi? Have we sent out the email introducing them to the company? Um, and it basically it's a checklist to make sure they're up and running on all the systems and tools so then when they come in, they can just activate all their passwords and get set up and running on the systems. Then there's a portion of training that goes beyond that, which would be more of the training around like who we are as a brand, um, our prices, our products, how we manage customer service. Everybody who starts with us at Encircled needs to learn how to ship a package, um, training on any key systems that they're going to use, um, and then more specific training around whatever kind of role and department they have. Um, so we try and book those in and assign them to people. And if you're a team of one, then they're assigned to you to do. But um, And then I also book in 30, 60, and 90-day reviews where go over kind of how things are going, um, what key things need to be done within that time period and set some goals for each employee. This process seems very basic, but trust me, a lot of people drop the ball on onboarding employee. They're just like, here you go. Here's, you know, here's your computer. Let's start. But there's so many things to think about when bringing on a person from where they will sit to, yes, exactly what computer they will use to do they need a notebook, all this kind of stuff. So that is a fundamental to managing people is just that onboarding process and what that looks like and all the tools and processes, et cetera, et cetera. I'll go into more detail probably in 2020. I'm going to do some more detailed um, episodes on that kind of stuff because it is fundamentally important to have like things like an employee handbook and all that jazz. All right. So the next thing, let's say you've hired somebody, they're hired, they're up and running. You want to start to create well, they have a job description because hopefully you did that when they got hired. So you want to sit with them and kind of map out what their KPs, KPIs are. And KPIs just stands for Key Performance Indicators. So these are metrics that are measurable that are directly related to their role. For some people, these will be really obvious. So um, I recommend just having a one-on-one -on -one meeting with the person that you're managing or onboarding. And just, you know, for example, if you're bringing on an Instagram manager, maybe you want to um, communicate to them, like, you know, we're going to really start tracking like follower growth and engagement on posts. And these are kind of the goals. Um, you want to level set what your expectations are for the role and what kind of output you want, as well as you want to, for something like that, you want to talk about like, you know, your posting frequency and your brand, all that kind of good stuff. Um, again, that will really vary by whatever role you're having, but I recommend having this kind of initial conversation to set this up. And then I recommend having weekly one-on-one -on -one meetings with anybody who reports directly with you. 
These are project meetings, so they're meant to be not just like a brain dump, but follow some sort of agenda. The way I've set it up is basically a review of the KPIs of each employee. Um, and then um, each employee will kind of go over what worked well in the last seven days, what didn't work so well, and their three priorities for the next week. And then some like basically like parking lot ideas. So if anything's come up over the week that they think would be like really cool to do, um, we kind of keep it in that parking lot so that they can turn into projects later on. Um, and really it's a way to move employees forward. So if you have like one employee, it's probably pretty easy to manage them without doing this. But as you start to add people to your team, communication starts to get a little fractured and you don't want people coming to you all the time with questions. Otherwise you'll never get your actual work done. So I found these one-on-one project meetings really helpful because you can remove roadblocks for employees. You can help um, share your vision and objectives to help keep the employee on track. Um, and also make sure most importantly that they're focused on the right things. So making sure their priorities are aligned with the company's priorities is really critical step in these meetings. So I just make them 30 minutes once a week. If you're feeling like that's too much, maybe start every other week and see how that goes. The other uh, meeting that I have with my employees who report directly to me is a goal meeting and that is held monthly. And that's, um, a 30 minute meeting to review 90 day goals, professional goals, um, things they're working on developing and their progress on them. These would be less projecty and more big, um, picture goals. So for example, um, with one employee, it would potentially be like she's managing in studio sales. So she's working on some projects to grow our in studio sales by like 50% this year. And so it would be a review of that goal, how she's progressing towards it you know, what ideas she has to move closer to that goal um, and talking about any challenges and stuff like that. Um, then there would be a portion of that time and that meeting, which is around professional development, which sounds like maybe too high level for you at this point, but something to think about that employees like people who invest, they like employers who invest in their development and growth. You can't just expect an employee to grow on their own just by working for you. You have to invest in it. So, um, for example, um, you know, one of my employees is really skilled in email marketing. And one thing that I thought would be really cool is to get her doing some courses on email marketing and then decided to pay for her to go to Boston to the Clavio email marketing conference as part of our professional development. So those types of discussions would come up there. The next meeting I have with my employees is a weekly all team meeting. So again, I didn't really start this for a long time because I felt like, well, if I have like three employees, it's kind of dumb to meet once a week, but you know what? You can start at any time. Even if you have two employees, you can start it. Quite frankly, I think I waited too long to do this. Um, but basically this is held every Monday for about 15, 20 minutes. Um, the format of ours is a little bit wackadoo, so stay with me here. Um, so basically we open with a gratitude circle and everybody goes around and says one thing they're grateful for. And then I do a bit of a company update and this is actually probably going to change in 2020. We're going to have um, other people who are responsible for some of these key metrics report back on them versus me always talking. Um, and then we go through like what happened last week, what's up this week, um, and kind of try and identify any challenges or opportunities. And then we close with everybody kind of stating one thing they're looking forward to this week 
which could be personal or professional. And then one thing they're really focused on professionally this week, just so everybody knows what everybody's working on. Again, it's a very high level meeting. Um, for me, it's just to share results and so that people are aware of what's going on in the company um, and improve communication. Because once you start getting more and more employees, um, you'll notice that communication can get very fractured easily and messages can be missed to people. So don't underestimate the power of over communicating things to employees. It's really, really important. And I love the idea of kind of getting together at the beginning of the week and aligning on what we're all working on as well. I think it's really important for employees to know results. You don't have to talk about profitability with them, but I think sharing top line results um, like revenue and um, average order value and conversion rate is really important because you're going to have people who are working towards these goals and they want to know how it's going. Otherwise, how are they supposed to stay motivated? So that meeting is something that is pretty critical. The format for me at Encircled, I think is going to change a little bit in 2020, but that's a good baseline format that I've seen many companies use. Um, you can take it or leave it on the gratitude circle and stuff like that. I just think it's a really nice way to kick off um, the meeting. Um, so those are kind of the key meetings I have with employees on a very regular schedule. I'm not going to talk about performance reviews and stuff like that, but I do recommend having performance discussions with employees either once or twice a year. And those are more focused kind of evaluative discussions around um, what they're doing, how they're progressing in their role, where they see themselves next. Um, and many companies, especially once you get to the scale of like five or more employees, you'll probably want to start doing performance reviews tied to compensation, et cetera, et cetera. So don't get too scared now. If you're only sitting there and you have like two employees or something like that, or one or zero, um, you'll get there. But basically managing employees is all about communication in my mind. It's about keeping doors of communication open, but not too open where they need to ask you a question every five seconds. You want to also create the systems, processes, and tools to support their development. Another tool that's really key to managing employees, and I definitely don't recommend using it in lieu of some of the stuff I've talked about here, but is Asana. Um, I use Asana project management tool to manage pretty much everything that's going on in our business. So for example, if we're launching a product, there'll be like a checklist for all the steps to develop that product in there. Or as I mentioned, onboarding an employee or doing an event and all these projects will be assigned to somebody and they will be responsible for assigning the tasks and timelines and completing the tasks and projects and managing them as they see fit. Um, a good example of a project that we just did at Encircled that I was completely not involved in that was run through Asana by another employee uh, was our sample sale. So that's a whole project in itself run by our production um, analyst who basically organized the whole project. And our production assistant was, you know, helping out with the tasks as well as some of our marketing team. And basically they can go into Asana every day and see what tasks they need to do by when. And if like that task is not possible within that time frame, they'll talk to the project owner who will then, you know, say, yes, that's okay. Or no, that doesn't work or whatnot. We try to keep it very collaborative and open because the sauna can become like a little bit crazy town. If people start creating all these projects that nobody's aware of and assigning all these tasks, it can be very overwhelming, but it's a great way to manage um, what's happening. We use it for our marketing calendar, um, which would kind of touch social media as well um, and emails and all that kind of stuff for mapping out what we're going to do and when, because it's a great way for accountability, responsibility, and for information sharing across the organization. 
So the last thing I want to talk about quickly before I wrap up this episode about managing employees is that I think one of the biggest lessons I've learned over the years, and I'm personally still working on this as well, is that everybody really wants a leader. So you can be a great manager, you can be a great product developer, you can be a great entrepreneur, but employees ultimately want somebody who's going to lead them. And that's somebody who's really invested in their growth, um, which I'm always very invested in from my employees, but also somebody who really believes in them and somebody who can really communicate the vision of the company. Um, that is something I'm working on because I think as entrepreneurs, we tend to hold on to that vision uh, very tightly to ourselves. Um, and, and communicating that and motivating behind that mission and vision is really critical to managing your team and getting them on board with it as well. I love seeing employees get super excited about the goals and I love rewarding employees when we achieve goals and I love giving people raises and all that kind of good stuff. But a lot of that is development that is dependent on company performance. So your company has to be growing in order to do those things as well. The expectations have to be clear and manage, which is your role as a leader in the organization um, and communicated. So again, everything comes back to communication with employees, setting expectations, managing those expectations and rewarding, you know, results where they're applicable. So that's my ABCs of managing employees. I hope you found it helpful. I know that was a lot of information to take in in the last 15 minutes, but it's kind of a baseline process I use for managing people. And I'll definitely plan some episodes in 2020 where I talk about more team and employee related stuff, because I think that's something key to scaling and growing your business that I get quite a few questions on and that I don't see a lot of podcasts, quite frankly, talking about. So if you love this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to us on. I'd really appreciate it. And give me a follow over on Instagram at Brave and Boss. Thanks and happy holiday selling. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to Brave and Boss, the podcast. If you want to take your e-commerce brand to the next level, be sure to check out my website at christysumer.com, where you can find all the show notes, free resources, and blog posts and principles to help you grow your online store. You can also follow me at K-R-I-S-T-I-S-O-O-M-E-R on Instagram. Find your purpose, make it happen. I'll talk to you soon.